this week on More Than Just a Trophy Wife. When you're a woman and you desire a man who's leading, taking initiative, has a direction and who has a drive, as a woman, you want to come alongside that. The challenge is a lot of women don't ask themselves the question, is this man's direction the same direction I want to go to? Hey, it's Isabella Levy, business mentor, speaker, and the host of More Than Just a Trophy Wife, a podcast where we talk all things reality, riches, and relationships. Let's get to it. Hey, everyone. Today, I am joined by my favorite podcast host out there. I listen to him day in and day out. He brings the entertainment, the education, the enlightenment literally to my life. It's the roommate, Hafiz. How are we doing? What up? Okay, well, I'm just super happy that I've got you. I can't wait to see where this conversation goes. I know that your conversations are always just so entertaining. So I heard that you've been on the road and on tour with Stefan at Stefan Speaks on the gram. He is a love coach for anyone that doesn't know. I love his content so much. How was that? No, it's fun. I think the the best part about working with Stefan is obviously traveling the country is cool, but just getting to meet different people and getting to hear a diverse amount of stories. I think for a lot of people, when they believe something about men or, or about women, they're limited to their own personal experiences. But the fun part about being on the road is that you actually get to meet all these different people and you learn the diversity of human experience and not just your own subjective ones. It's true. And we can like, so the majority of the time, just put our own perspective onto things. And I think that, you know, when you get opportunities like that, and when you're able to, to travel and meet new people, your mind just expands beyond belief. Uh, it's amazing that you guys got that opportunity and I'm pretty sure you guys would have also brought so much to the show as well. Yeah, it was fun. It's been fun. So I want to talk about the conditioning and gender roles that we hold as a society. What is your take on the roles of men and women in relationships? You see, it's a we 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 run into a lot of things when we talk about gender roles. We learn we run into culture. We we run into um, unhealthy standards of society. But what is really quite fascinating is that when it comes to gender like gender roles, you know, whatever that may be, a, a lot of things are very biological. And I'll break it down yes. like this. So there is things in which if you look at all animal species, when it comes to mating behavior, almost all animal species, men have mating practices to attract women and to earn the affection of women. There's not that many animal species in which you see a woman having to fight other women or women to have to, you know, do all these things to attract men. Usually it's the men having to do things to attract, to entice women. And the woman is simply choosing the man, whoever has, you know, the best peacocks or whoever, you know, defeats the other guy in a, a battle between the two lobsters like this. There's, there's things that we naturally see going on throughout all animal species to different behaviors. And the key thing is that what you find out is that in the masculine and feminine dance, there are certain behaviors, especially in the human species, 
that is just natural. And for the most part, women naturally desire and men naturally desire. And I use the example all the time that if most women, if they were, if they went out dancing, they don't prefer to dance with a man that they have to lead 24 seven. If a girl's going out salsa dancing with her friends, I, I, I rarely have met a woman who is happy when she's leading the dance with men a majority of the time. I really mm -hmm. find that. What I mostly find is women who, even though they're competent and capable of leading, they prefer to be led in the dance with a man who's competent and capable of leading the dance. And so within the sexual relationship, what I've noticed is that what a lot of women desire is the male initiative, is the male leadership, is the man walking in his masculinity. And so that is something that I've seen as the more a man can walk and lead and initiate and sacrifice and serve in his masculinity, the more the woman is happy, the more the woman is content, the more the woman is joyful, the more the woman is freed up to be herself, free up to be feminine. And so that's what I've, I've seen the, is the most important thing that the man is leading and, and, and the dance and the woman is trusting in his leadership and enjoying his leadership and feeling confident and safe in his leadership. And so that's what I've naturally found as the best dynamic and roles in the relationship. I agree. It's definitely innate within us. And of course, our conditioning does play a role in that as well. But from what you said that in your opinion, a woman does prefer for the man to lead. What happens when a woman is also going after their own goals and success? Like, do you think that women have been ultimately conditioned to prioritize their man's success over their own? Yes and no. Oh, so, share the goods, Hafiz, yeah. share the goods. So, so here's why I would... I would say yes, they've been conditioned, and I will say no, they haven't been conditioned because they because it's natural. And let me tell you why. So, what's very interesting when you understand masculinity and femininity at its core, right? And so, this is just the core of masculinity and femininity. And people can argue this all day long, but it's it's clear as day. Like it, like most men, like the their core drive is their purpose is their goals, is a destination, right? Is, is a um, accomplishing a feat. So that's like the core drive of most men. So when you see most male movies and most advertisement to men, it's usually built on adventure, it's usually built on achieving something, it's usually built on tearing down an obstacle, it's usually built upon all these things which naturally attract most men masculine core and this is across all cultures so when you see women usually a, a women's core and their desire is the fulfillment and joy in relationships and relationship is not just romantic this can be in regards to family this can be in regards to children this can be in regards to friends this can be in regards to service to community and so you then see that played out in what movies that women watch is usually relationship romantic movies driven. You see that in regards to a lot of the, the job women take, which is caregivers, medicine, education. So I would also to the no part, I would say what you notice is that naturally what ends up happening is that for most men, they're going to gravitate towards pursuing 
a, like career and goals and things like that. And then most women are going to naturally gravitate towards pursuing relationships. So as a natural byproduct, I, I noticed that some women are happy if their man has a career and goals and stuff like that. And she's lovingly supporting him in that she's going to be happy in that regard. So I would say no. But then in regards to yes, there are some women because like I said, everybody has a masculine and feminine essence. So they are yeah, women. I was just gonna, I was actually just gonna interrupt you and sorry to cut you off. I just okay. wanted to make sure that the listeners knew um, that, you know, within men and women that of course. is this, there is this energy of masculine and feminine. And of course you can use these different types of energies to obviously support you in whatever you are doing. I think what Hafiz is definitely saying here is in a relationship, um, it's working out much better um, if the woman is acting in her feminine and of course the man in us acting in their masculine. It's a part of the dance that he was explaining. Exactly. And so, and so the way this fleshed out, like I said, then so answer to yes, because masculine and feminine energy uh, uh, the healthiest man leads in his masculinity, but he's also fem he also has his femininity. And the healthiest right. woman leads in her femininity, and she also has her masculinity. So there are some women who have who are goal oriented. There are women whose happiness is in career. There are women whose happiness is in achieving these things. And so I do think that unfortunately some societies have conditioned and create a blanket. Um, archetype for a woman that says, if you're a woman, you must only be a wife. If you're a woman, you must only be a mother. So I do think that there's this unhealthy extreme in which society now forces women instead of letting women freely choose. Because I feel like if women freely choose, they will freely choose what will bring them to happiness. But unfortunately, sometimes society will remove the freedom of choice and condition them. So the answer is yes, society does condition them at times. But then no, because for a lot of women, in my opinion, they're just different in regards to their pursuits of happiness than most men traditionally are. I love that. I really love what you said there. And it is so important. It's about finding out what truly makes you happy and then going for it and feeling that fulfillment. But Hafiz, what I saw in my relationship was because I'd been with Kenji from such a young age, as I was growing, I was also figuring out what made me the most happy and what I really desired to do with my life and what my dreams and ambitions really were. And I remember that we had moved from Swansea to Madeira. And in January, 2019, he had the opportunity to go on loan to another club. And in the space of 12 hours, he'd literally had picked up, left. And at this time, I was booked out with one-on-one -on -one clients. I was about to host a live event. I was putting on a retreat. And I was also left to just pack up the house and basically organize what needed to be organized. Now I realized in that moment, it didn't make me feel good. But because I've rewritten my rules, I had not yet communicated the way I wanted to do life to him. So I started to see this in myself and I started to realize, okay, if I am gonna be doing things differently, I also need to communicate to my partner how I'm also gonna feel supported. So in that moment, I really did feel like 
himself and everyone else felt like his career was so much more important than mine at that point. What would you say to the women that find themselves in these situations? So this is really good. So I'm about to go a little bit of backwards. I might go in a little bit of a rabbit hole, but I'm going to come back to your answer. So Please the, do. So the first thing going back to the sexual dance is that, like, I think a lot of people have to be honest with what they what they can stand and what they can't stand. Yes, so my, what to accept and what to tolerate. Yeah. So I, I'm going to give you two things, right? And, I'm, and I want to tell me, which one do you prefer? Do you mm. prefer initiative or passivity? Initiative. Okay. Do you prefer, and this is obviously in a partner. This is like in a partner. Do you mm -hmm. prefer a partner who's a strong leader or a partner who's very submissive? Strong leader. Okay. So do you prefer somebody who is, who's going to sacrifice most of the time or expect you to sacrifice most of the time? I want to say balance, but... Okay, my truthful answer is I desire for them to sacrifice. Okay, perfect. Now that's that's all I need to hear. So what 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 you've what what you've noticed is that the natural feminine essence desires the man to be in that masculine essence. And so mm -hmm. when when you're when you're a woman and you desire a man who's leading, taking initiative, has a direction and who has a drive, what ends up happening is if the man truly has that as a woman you want to come alongside that and let me tell you why you want to come alongside that because if he doesn't have a direction that he's going into then what's going what's the real inverse the inverse is he's following your direction or the inverse is that he's unsure of a direction and you're having to help him find his but the most desirable men are men who have a strong direction they're going somewhere, they know where they're going, they have their goals, they have their five-year, 10-year, 15-year plan. Those are the, the men that women desire the most because it shows them a man on purpose, a man who's strong, a man who's proactive. So here's the challenge with that. The challenge is a lot of women don't ask themselves the question, is this man's direction the same direction I wanna go to? Because you gotta think about it like this, if, if, Imagine it's like a woman wants a man who has a car, who's has the end destination that he's driving to. So naturally, if you're going to enter into a relationship with him, i.e. get into that car, you want to ensure that that car is going where you want it to go. The mm -hmm. problem is if you're a woman and you see a man who has a direction and who, ha and who has a drive, you're like, okay, I want to hop in that car. And then halfway through the journey, you realize he's headed to um, Germany, and you really want to go to Ireland, you mm -hmm. realize, hey, I love to drive, I love the ambition, but I also have a direction myself. But here's the problem. If him being a man, and him being on his purpose, and him having a strong direction, he can't compromise his purpose for your direction. Because naturally, mm -hmm. if he's a driven person, why would he sacrifice what God has called him to do? Like all the great men, like and the, the perfect example is when it comes to war. When a man is a soldier and he has to go to war, his wife doesn't want him to go. His wife wants him to stay. His wife doesn't want him to go and fight, but the man knows this is what I'm called to do and he must go in his direction. A lot of women would not be happy if their husband's about to go to war and then she's like, please don't leave, stay at home with me. And then the next day it's like, you know what? I decided not to go home, I'm gonna stay home with you. You're not going to be like, oh, 
well, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, she she wants him to have a strong direction, have a strong purpose. So the challenge is, if you're a woman, it's so important to not sacrifice who you are, but to see that okay, this man who has this direction and purpose, I want to go in that same direction as he is. So, for example, if you're a woman and you want to build businesses, you want to you want to join with a man who now wants a woman to help him build businesses or to build businesses as well. So it's very important to understand that you want to go with somebody who's going in the same direction that you're going into. So to answer your original question, the challenge is if you're in a relationship with a man who's so driven, who has such a strong direction, especially a professional athlete, like there's no compromise in that. When Arsenal lets a, 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 a football player go and he has to you know, play for Juventus, he has to leave. There's no there's no questioning about it. But if the wife is called to Spain and not Italy, then you're going to run into these different issues. And so that's why I really think that for that woman in the situation, she needs to, one, ask herself, do I really feel like me, my goals and this man's goals and my direction, this man's direction is aligned? And if not, there needs to be a conversation, but it's going to be really hard for a very driven man to sacrifice his dreams when the dreams is so much part of who he is as a man. So do you think that a man would have to sacrifice anything by his woman going after her dreams? It all depends on the man. It all depends upon how much his dreams take advantage, like how much of how much of his dreams requires her energy, right? So for example, um, yes, um, like I think it's possible that a man can be super ambitious, super driven, and then his women to be women to be super ambitious and super driven in her own way, if that's the way the relationship dynamic works and that's his vision for life. But like you were saying, it's it might be a challenge. So there might be some men who, if let's say he's having to play in 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 Italy, but his mm-hmm. wife has opened up a shop in Wales, you know, like mm-hmm. now the challenge is gonna be you know, maybe when he was playing soccer in Wales, it worked, but now he's moving to Italy. So now mm-hmm. here's the challenge. She has a striving business in Wales. He's about to go to Italy to play professional sports or to do something. Now, what do we do mm-hmm. now? You know, so now do we, you live here? I live here. You know, now do you move for me? Now do I stop playing and then stay with you? So it, it all depends upon how does her dreams affect his plans and how does his dreams affect her plans? Because like I said, it's really hard if both people have a dream, but one person's dream is to be in the North and another person's dream is to be in the South. That's why it's so important to have those conversations. But when the dreams don't interfere, then there's no issue whatsoever. I love what you just said about if the dreams do not interfere, then there is no issue whatsoever. And I think that's why I'm so passionate about the online world and running an online business for these women. You know you can make it work. And I also travel and I do so much, but this is still my base and I can literally work from my laptop anywhere. But Hafiz, if the man and the woman are both equally going after their dreams, their desires, and they are living it out, do you still think that a man's dream is still prioritized over the woman's? I think yes. And this is going to be a very a very um, spicy take because I think the woman would like it that way. I think. Do I, you? Let me give you an example. If 
two people are working a job, okay, and both of them, let's say they both make $100,000 a year, and somebody has to stay home and take care of, let's say, a new infant. Mm -hmm. Like, who's going to be the most comfortable, happy in that situation of staying at home? And what partner is going to want the other partner to be working and to be grinding? I, I would I would argue that if a man was to stay at home, a majority uh, with the kids, even though he's skilled with that, I would argue that there would be a little bit of discontentment with, within the woman. I would mm -hmm. argue that. I would argue that, like I said, so many, I think a lot of women, when women understand the men they love, they love men who are going after things, who have dreams, who have goals, who are chasing, who are pursuing things, who are, who are, go-getters so the challenge is when you tell a man to not be a go-getter anymore the mm -hmm. challenge is when you tell a man to now sacrifice your vision and purpose going back to leadership like going back to following a destination so i i think that the, the in my personal opinion obviously there's exceptions to the rule but in my personal opinion i don't i don't think most women would be happy with that i don't think most men would be happy with that either I agree. And I actually never thought of it like that. I'm thinking of it now. I'm a bit like, ooh, that really could be the case because I definitely desire children. And again, I think it goes back to what is really going to make you happy in that circumstance. And, you know, I am lucky and I also feel really blessed that my partner does not work until 5 p.m. Like he comes home a lot earlier. And I think for me, like, I really see space in that, that I could continue working and I could go after everything that I still really did desire. However, the man, of course, has to be supportive of that. And I see this more of making something work rather than a compromise. Like at the end of the day, that's also his responsibility as a parent. It, yes. And to me, yes, it's, it is his, some of his responsibilities but the problem is it doesn't happen. And that's, in my personal opinion, why a lot of relationships fail. And what mm -hmm. happens is, is like the, the ability to be Superman and Superwoman is a challenge for everybody. And everybody can't do everything. And mm -hmm. what ends up happening is you have all these strains on the relationship. Like you gotta think about it. Like if, like, let me give you an example. I, you know, doing the podcast, I travel the country, I meet some really, really driven, successful men. And the biggest thing about these driven, successful men is they're, they're, they're a lot different than you and I. And as much driven and successful, I think we are. So let me give mm -hmm. you an example. Mm -hmm. I know men who work from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Mm -hmm. in an office, six days a week. And they love it. Mm -hmm. So think so think about this. 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Let's say that's 11 is being facetious. About about 10. 7 to 10. And they love it. So imagine, imagine this man. Imagine what like his wife. Mm -hmm. Right? Imagine if his wife worked from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. as well. These people would never have time for each other. And then Add on to that, imagine if they had three kids. Mm. When will they have time to even see their kids? When will they have time to spend time as a family? 
So a lot of guys I notice the super driven ones. It's like you see their lives, and it's like yo, like the uh, like it's it's so ridiculous, and the accommodations everyone has to make for this individual. So the mm-hmm. challenge is if you're a super driven woman, you naturally, for the most part, want a man who's super driven and ambitious as well. Yeah. And so the the, the challenge is. If like if you're really going after it in your field, you can't put in. You're not working nine to five. If you want to be the best, you got to outwork the best. If everyone mm-hmm. else is putting in fifty hours, you got to put in sixty. Everyone mm-hmm. else is working five days a week. You got to work six. So if you both are gung ho grinding, working twenty four seven, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna cut into time, time with mm-hmm. one another. And so that's why I believe sometimes the relationship falls apart because each individual is not honest with what they want. And each individual is not honest with how it's going to work. Like to your point about, okay, is a guy going to miss work because the wife has an important business meeting and he needs to now take care of the kids. Some guys would do it, but what if the Mm -hmm. guy has an important business meeting as well? What if he's out of the country as well? You know, so what you end up seeing is that for a lot of these, these hyper successful guys, they find women who balance them. And a woman who balances them is a woman who's who more desires the relationships, the family, and then the career. Because the career woman as driven as them, there's no way their lives could even coexist. But on the flip side, for a very high ambitious career driven woman, I don't think she desires a relationship driven man, in my personal opinion, who is more submissive than he is a leader in my personal opinion. And there's obviously exceptions to the rule. And so that's where you run into a lot of these challenges. Like, do you know, would you want a guy who stays at home majority of the time taking care of the kids while you're working 60, 70 hours a week? Would that would you enjoy that? So yeah, I think it's just it's really challenging. But I do think there comes a time where compromise happens, which is why mm-hmm. you read in so much um, dating books about the, one of the challenges in marital intimacy is that if the man doesn't do chores, the sexual intimacy goes away. And if a man doesn't uh, contribute, the intimacy goes away. So I definitely think you do think it's a man's job. But I definitely do think the modern era poisons a lot of challenges to why it's difficult for it to happen. I hear you. And I definitely think that's the way things are in society. But I also fully believe that there is always a way to make things work, especially if like the man and woman are both going after their goals and dreams. They are bringing in good money. You know, they are also able to bring in support. I know that that's not some people's preferences or not, but I really do believe that it can can actually add to a relationship um, and it can keep the spark there. For example, I travel a lot and I think it really keeps that passion and excitement in my relationship. And we've, you know, always got something to speak about and we're like speaking through new ideas. And for me, like that really fulfills me. So if that is what makes the woman happy and the woman really does want to travel, the woman does want to go after her own desires. I do think that in society, the woman believes that she actually can't do that. But I ultimately think that the woman should never have to sacrifice anything. I think that she should be able to live out whatever makes her happy. It is just important that her man also supports her. And I think that comes with a lot of communication. And I think it comes with a lot of commitment from the woman and a belief in herself as well. But I really do think that 
with that, then there's always a way to make a woman's purpose and a man's purpose equally important. Of course. And so that's why when I brought up the family dynamic initially, because because when you don't have kids, it's not an issue. Like, mm. like the, it, what you're describing without kids, there's no issue. Like end of the day, like if a man works 40 hours, I mean, 60 hour weeks, like what, what, what is the purpose of a woman being at home? What is, what is the purpose of a woman not doing anything? There's no advent, there's no advantage. If he's already gone doing his own thing, it, it, there's nothing holding a woman back from having her own career, nothing holding a woman back from traveling. It's, there's nothing in regards to when you both have kids where there's a sacrifice that needs to, that needs to take place career-wise for the reason of the, there's, there's really nothing at home keeping the individual there. So you're hundred percent right that, that it is true. Like if you guys, you travel, there's nothing wrong with you traveling. He traveled, nothing wrong with you traveling. The only issue, like I said, will come if it's, if it's a logistics thing. So mm -hmm. for example, going back to the athletes thing, the only issue would be if you didn't have an online business, let's say, yeah. obviously like 70, like in the 1970s, if you were living in the 1970s and Let's say you had a, 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 a an office in London. Mm -hmm. Your man said plays, you know, soccer in another country. It's going right. to be a problem, you know. Mm -hmm. But like you said, when you don't have the location issue, each individual you're free to pursue your career in London, and he's free to pursue his career in London. So there's no issues. And when I was using the word sacrifice, I was simply talking about in regards to the, the holistic family dynamic. And mm -hmm. the challenge goes back to when a woman says, I want a man to support you, what does that look like? Because some mm -hmm. men, in my opinion, I know a couple where the man has to, has to sacrifice himself to support her dreams. Mm -hmm. I know couples where the woman has to sacrifice herself to support the man's dreams. So there's like, so if you're a woman and you're, and you're man, is a highly ambitious guy working 85 hours a week and that's part of his job it's going to be really hard for him to quote unquote support if supporting is you know coming to your events coming to your functions if that's what it is that's why like i said it's really important to find out who this person is mm -hmm. and the challenge is that masculinity is very rigid like most guys are very rigid very binary and women are very women women are more fluid so that's why I really advise women that like it's it's so much more challenging later on to ask somebody to accommodate to you versus just naturally finding a man who naturally is flexible, I mean, naturally is living a life that you want to live, that you can go around it. The challenge is just the man coming around you when he has such a strong drive and ambition, like a professional athlete, and expecting him to quit his career just to stay in the town with you. And it's just a lot of challenges like that take place when you factor into the differences in logistics. Absolutely. And you definitely have to be flexible with things and you have to accept some things just the way they are. You know, I would absolutely love Kenji to be able to attend one of my live events and be able to support me and celebrate me there in that present moment. However, I know due to his career, he is unable to attend things like that. And of course he supports and celebrates me in different ways. And that's just something that, you know, doesn't 
stop me from doing something. Um, and it's something that doesn't stop him from doing something else either. Like we both prioritize ourselves in that moment in what we've got to do. So taking out the family dynamic, let's say that that's not on the table yet because, you know, athletes start their careers so young. So when they do have partners, they are most of the time really young too. And they do have those extra hours to play with. You know, if they have a choice that they are currently not working, I want to really educate these women in looking into their future. And even after their partner's career, like what will you both be doing? Like what would really light you up? And I think that it's really important to start putting things in place now and for everyone to realize like this career isn't long-term. Yes, it can set a really good foundation if you know what to do with the resources that you are actually bringing in. But most of the time, like people aren't even educated on that. Again, it's something that I want to bring into the industry a lot more. So what would you share with these women that at the moment they are living with their partners and maybe they really do want to start a business and they want to start doing things that are going to really fulfill them, what should a woman start to do with the time that she really has? Yeah, I agree with you 100% because my number one thing is what makes you happy mm -hmm. and pursuing what makes you happy. So everything that I said for, your, for, the, for the audience, it's all about what the woman and what the man wants that makes them happy. If whatever you want, pursue it. I'm not telling people to sacrifice things that, that will make them happy, even though there comes a time where you might have to sacrifice. So my thing is that for a lot of these women, it's to understand that you can, you have to figure that out, what makes you happy outside this individual. Going back to, like I said, a healthy balance because masculinity and femininity the, when you're a man, when you're a woman, you man needs to lead in the masculinity, women need to lead, lead in the femininity, but they both need the opposite energy as well. Because let me tell you what happens. A man who is hyper-masculine, know what he does? He sacrifices relationships for jobs. And you hear it all the time. You hear women complain about their husband, doesn't make time for them. You hear kids say, my dad was never there. He was always mm -hmm. working. So that's an unhealthy expression of masculinity. It is so focused on careers and goals that it only concerns about its own self and its own desires. It sacrifices the care and nurturing of everybody else. So you mm. see that a lot and it's an unhealthy expression. And so a lot of the, even the successful guys that go through three or four divorces and you know, movie stars, athletes go through these divorces. Why? And you find out what happens. They neglected their families. Mm. But on the flip side, and an unhealthy expression of femininity is when you're so focused on giving to other people, you never give in service to yourself. So what mm -hmm. I've noticed is that some of these women, they're so focused on loving their husbands, loving their boyfriends, you know, caring for their family, that they neglect their own needs. I know of a woman who she had a full ride to Harvard University, but she turned it down just because it's because her mom didn't want her to go to college out of state. So <sighs> there's 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 unhealthy versions of femininity where you're so selfless that you don't care about yourself. So that's why these women need to also walk in their masculinity as well. 
What dreams do you have? What goals do you have? What ambitions do you have? You know, for some people, it may be being a mom. For some people, it may be building a multi-billion dollar company. So I think it's, like you said, getting down and asking these women and deep down inside what do you want and to pursue it and to realize that the, the best way to love yourself is to pursue your dreams as well. Yeah, I came such a far way in that, you know, I used to just do everything for everyone else. Mm -hmm. um, I can't tell you how many times I would go into my partner's wardrobe before he came back and like made sure it was perfect and just mm -hmm. like even made cupcakes and cookies. And I really knew that I, it was so out of alignment for me. And I knew that there was so much more, but I nearly slipped into, you know, that invisible box that probably right there and then I was even putting myself into. And I'm so proud of myself. I actually caught that and I was conscious of it. Um, and I followed on with my dream. I knew that everything that I had overcome in my life was was not for nothing. And it was to go on to support people. And of course, the change that I made in myself um, has also then paved the way for so many other women to do so as well. Yeah, and that's beautiful. And like, and that's why I say it goes back to like what you described is that you weren't happy doing those things. You were doing them, but there was something deep down inside that was like, man, I want to do more. I want to be more. I want to, I want to do more than that. Like I said, especially when you don't have any kids. And so my thing is that I think a lot of people have to be honest and ask themselves deep down inside, what do you want to do? What do you want to be? If you simply want to be an athlete's wife or, or you know, girlfriend, okay, if that's what you genuinely like. I'm not going to judge you. Whatever makes you happy makes you happy. Just know that eventually you're not going to be an athlete anymore. And then what then? But then, mm. the, but then on the same side, like I said, finding out what that is for you as an individual and pursuing that. And even to the women who are 35 years old and they have kids and you know they're realizing, oh, I wasted my time. You know what? 35 is really young. Yes. 45 is really young. 55 is really young. You still have all the time in, in your life to pursue your career, to pursue your dreams, to pursue your ambitions. And to me, it just goes back to, you know, just being honest and having these conversations, you know, with your partner, you know, with, in, with your, you know, your spouse. And so to me, I never think it's too late, even if you already realize, oh, I wasted time because guess what? You still have more time. You're still breathing today. You still listen to this show. So it's never too late to chase your dreams. Amen. Hafiz, thank you so much for coming on this show. Where can my audience find more of you? Yeah. So just type in on YouTube, any podcast streaming service of roommates podcast. That's where we're at. So you guys can check us out. And we're on all the social medias, roommates, HCX. And my biggest thing is like, if there's something that I said that you're a bit unsure of, you want some clarification on, please reach out to me and I'll clarify and explain it as best as possible. Yeah, please do. And please do send us both a direct message to tell us what your biggest takeaway was. When I say that this is my favorite show, The Roommate Podcast, to listen to day in, day out. I mean it. They bring so much. So Hafiz, thank you so much. No, thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, listen to a couple more, and I would be so grateful if you could leave me a review. I want to know what you enjoyed, what your biggest takeaways were, and of course, if there's anything specific that you want me to speak about on the show, then go ahead and request it below. To say thank you for leaving me a review, I will send you a copy of my Goal Digger Planner. 
It covers everything from setting your 90-day goals and breaking it down into monthly, weekly, and daily action steps. If you want a copy, go ahead, screenshot your review, and direct message me the picture on Instagram at Isabella Levy, and I will get it right over to you.